What's up, Castleberry? We're back with an exciting episode of the What's Up, Castleberry podcast. My name is Drew Taylor. Andy Searles is my co-host. We also have producer Robin Kepi on the call. Welcome to this. It's not really a call. This is a podcast. We're right in front of you, Drew. Well, I, know, I see your faces, but we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. Hey, we are. We have. I'm gonna tell you right now, listener. Uh, we talk about all things Castleberry. We're from Castleberry. We enjoy our community. This is going to be a loose episode. I can just tell you right off the bat. You better be ready for some jokes and banter. I don't think I have been more nervous about doing a podcast with you guys for a long, long time. Well, there's reason for that, as we'll get into. We we had a, had a guest lined up. So typically what we do, if you're a new listener, we uh, have a little bit of banter up at the top. We have <laughs> some more banter and jokes in the middle. Got a little bit more <laughs> banter in the middle of the middle. <laughs> that's right. That's right. A little, little bit of news, a little bit of uh, just updates on what's going on in Castleberry. And then we, we have a guest. Well, our guest uh, had to back out in the, at the last minute. And so uh, Andy is, is rightfully nervous, as am I, because Robin decided she created questions that we are not aware of and we're going to be interviewed. And just... I'm not nervous about the guests. I'm nervous about the interviewer. The interviewer. This is a good, this is an accurate feeling I to be, have. I should be nervous. I mean, she already has the power to, you know, use anything we've said in the past on air to... Even if you didn't say it, I can make you say it. <laughs> there you go. Well, we are, we're going to have some fun today. It's, uh, it's the end of May 2023 and this is a special week in the life of the podcast. There's lots going on. The summer's here. The weather Weather's nice. What else, Robin? What else is going on? I think it was Andy's birthday. Oh! And that seems to be a big deal for some reason. Well, I'm, I'm honored that it's a big deal to you, Robin. My <laughs> it birthday. is. I mean, it's just another day. That's what, those, that's what those fireworks were going off the other day. It was for Andy Searle's birthday. Happy birthday, The Andy. king himself made a visit. <laughs> yeah, you thought it was the coronation. No. Nope. <laughs> so how you feeling, man? Well... You know, I got out of bed, and at my age, you, know, you, celebrate, <laughs> you celebrate all the little victories, Drew. It, it's, it, yep, yeah. <laughs> Managed to get to the bathroom before I peed. I mean, it's, just, it's a big day for me. Different sounds, different cracks and groans as you walk, yeah. <laughs> Don't mention cracks as we <laughs> Oh, well, we hope you we hope you feel loved and celebrated. Happy birthday. Oh, that was your loved and celebrated moment? <laughs> I thought you were setting up for the moment you'd make me. I do, have, hey, I do have a cookie over here if you would like a cookie. I had one. Are those the ones that are like several days old that you get donated? Because they tasted like it. Part of that's true. Yeah. Wow. So you got really ungrateful in your old age. Oh, burn. Oh, my goodness. Burn. <laughs> There you go. I am curious about. <laughs> Do you need a moment to process. No. That <laughs> one thing I am. I'm getting old myself. My brain is slowing down. But no. One thing I am curious about. Th- this was not on your birthday or necessarily for your birthday, but off the air. Robin and I have had some fun at your expense. You you received a big award recently. Not really an award, like a, a gift recently from uh, from one of your other other works. Tell us tell the listeners about that. Yeah, well, um, some of you know that I am the team chaplain for Orlando City and get to meet with those guys on a pretty regular basis and try to make a contribution that adds value to them as, as men. Last year, Orlando City won the U.S. Open Cup, which is the nation's oldest knockout competition. 107 teams entered. And Orlando City won. 
that I was very humbled to receive a championship ring uh, a couple of weeks ago too, which uh, is full of symbols about the victory. It's got my name on and it's a, it's a big deal. That's I, really cool. You're part of the team. Yeah. Yeah. It was very thoughtful of them to think about me. I, I don't think um, in the history of championship rings, there has been anybody less sporty than me who has a sports victory ring. So... Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Pretty cool. I, I hope to not see that on eBay in a couple years, you know, and if you're cash strapped or something, lean up to Bethany's wedding. Yeah. And just, I'm just, just kidding. Yeah, that's right. It's a bad joke. Just to, um, just to be clear, I'm not wearing it today. Right. I mean, I know you came ready to kind of kiss my ring. And kind of stuff, <laughs> sure. But, uh, you know, you don't need to do that. You'll wait until that's a, big, right. a bigger event. There's more people yeah. <laughs> in the room. Right. Until our cameras. Yeah. <laughs> So we're invited Sunday to your church. I love it. I'm a humble man, Robin. Yes, you are invited to our church. Thank you. He's a humble man, well-deserved. He's also a humble dad, and it's time every episode we have our dad joke. I think one of the fascinating things about this show is how Drew's going to... Well, we're going to make the transition. To the dad yes. jokes. And he's yet to do it well, has he right? <laughs> yet to do it well, but I'm going to keep making it for 130 plus efforts. 132 episodes. Yes, this is episode 132. We've been doing this a long time. Lots of great stuff in our in our archive. All right, here we go. Jokes of the week. I try to theme mine each episode, and we were going to have a, a special guest come and talk about the golf course, which will be coming in an upcoming episode. So mine are golf related. I didn't have time to to go to my my sources for for new jokes. <laughs> so instead, here you go. We might recycle these the next time we have our, our golf guy on. But here you go, uh, dad joke of the week. Robin, why did the golfer have to get a new pair of pants? Why? Because he got a hole in one. He got a hole in one. <laughs> well done. He knew it. You're I didn't think your name was Robin, though. No, but I mean, I don't, I don't get Drew's jokes yeah. most of the time. So when I do, I got to capture that moment, Robin. Let, it's his birthday. Just because it was your birthday. It's his yeah. birthday. Let him, you. Let him. Respect your elders, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two. Here we go. Why do golf... I'm going to do it now. Why do golf announcers whisper? Why? Because if they speak any louder... They might wake up those who are watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel when I watch golf. Uh, there you go. That's Those funny. are my jokes. You got some uh, Doug jokes? Doug Absolutely. Doug joke, jokes. These are the yes. Doug, Doug jokes. We get these from Doug. Daddy Doug. Thank you, Doug. Yeah, uh, actually, I had a private conversation with Doug the other day, and uh, he confessed to me that he has an addiction <laughs> to brake fluid. Um, and I was concerned, but then he told me he could stop whenever he wanted. <laughs> uh, nice. That's good. You like that? Uh, one? That was pretty funny. Okay. Um, uh, in other news, a poor dog is had a you know get over the addiction, but at the same time, someone stole his calendar. Ooh. Two people stole his calendar the other day. He hopes that they both get six months. <laughs> 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 That's good, right? Don't you love the journey that Robin's laugh goes on? Yes. It like starts low. It's like a roller coaster. It goes up high, it comes down, and then it really takes off. And I, I love it. Okay. Okay. Why is honey good for you? Why? It's full of B vitamins. <laughs> we love a nutritious joke. There you go. When I get a headache, I take two aspirin and keep away from children. Just like the bottle says. <laughs> Robin, let's hit the roller coaster laugh. All <laughs> oh, the twists and turns and highs and lows and cackles and giggles. 
There you go. We can, Robin, you're, you're welcome to jump in on the jokes anytime. We can make this cross-gender. You yeah. can do yeah. an all-inclusive joke. Yeah. Female <laughs> jokes of the week as well. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. The dad jokes <laughs> of the week. Andy, as we transition to our uh, Castleberry in the News segment, it's, uh, we, we've highlighted regularly the work of the, the local Castleberry police, and I am very thankful for their work, as, as we all are here. Um, there's been some new statistics reported, and you have a little story about that. Yeah, this was fascinating. It was released a couple of weeks ago, an article, I believe, from Channel 6 about our Castleberry Police Department and the number of female officers and employees that they have. Apparently the police department took part in a survey which revealed that 32% of the staff, one in three of the employees there, were female. I don't know if that sounded high or low. You know, I think we'd all like it to be a little higher. You know, we think that kind of 50-50 is the, the, the fair number. But this was compared to a national average of only 12% of law enforcement personnel being wow. female. So Castleberry is way ahead of the curve in that. And uh, of that 12%, only 3% are in positions of police leadership. This research went on to show uh, that female police officers use less force and less excessive force, are named in fewer complaints and lawsuits, and see better outcomes for crime victims, especially in sexual assault cases. And um, so I just thought that was something to, to celebrate. I mean, I'm kind of shocked and disappointed that only 12% nationally mm-hmm. of our law enforcement personnel are female, but so proud of our little Castleberry department that has 32%. And the results and the benefits that the study talks about make total sense to me. Yeah, and we really are bucking a trend um, nationally, as you said. And I, I remember not too long ago, one of our previous episodes, we, we touched on the fact that lots of new officers were, were hired and, and installed here in Castleberry. And to me, that's just really a sign of a healthy community that not only uh, do we have a robust uh, law enforcement team, but that it's diverse in, in its makeup. And uh, we really appreciate our chief, Larry Krantz, who is a podcast guest from our past and uh, really well done, both the men and women who serve uh, our local law enforcement. That's fantastic. I agree with you. I think it's fantastic that we have such a high proportion of females serving a city like that. And again, thank you to all that serve. It is great to have so many females in positions of leadership. Although, Drew, just to be honest, as we said earlier, I'm a little bit nervous about the female leader that is going to be grilling us. Nice transition. I love that you acknowledge my leadership. All right. (laughs) All right. Welcome to my new favorite episode ever. And Drew and my least favorite oh boy. episode ever. This may be the last episode of this podcast, <laughs> yeah, depending on how this goes. <laughs> As I've said many times, for this year I've given up humbleness and all that, so I love being in control <laughs> more than I usually am. All okay, right. Here, here we go. It's getting worse, Drew. So I'd like to call this episode The Andrews, <laughs> since you're both uh, Andrew. I have a couple individual questions, and then most of them are for both of you to answer, Okay. No, she's, so, got, she's got a list here. Wow, she's, she's organized. She's way more prepared than we yeah, are. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, Drew, 
Did you at one time used to go by Andy, but after uh, mandated anger management courses, you decided to go <laughs> by Drew? There you go. There's our, there's our love for the office coming out. Uh, listener, we, we have to cut quite a few office quotes that come out of our mouths. Um, that is from, from the episode Anger Management. No, uh, I, I've always been Drew. Quick story about Andy, though. Andy is actually uh, my grandfather, who was an Andrew. He went by Andy. And my mom was concerned uh, that I might be called Little Andy after him, kind of in a derogatory way. So instead, she just referred to me as Drew, and I've always been Drew. Thanks for that, Little Andy. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, um, just to prove that we, the three of us, were always meant to be together, if I had been born a boy, my middle name would have been Andrew, because I have an uncle named Andrew. Uh Mm -hmm. What would your first name have been? My David. David, I'm sorry. David Andrew. Oh. I, I was thinking if it was Mike, it was like destiny that's supposed to sit in front of a mic right now. <laughs> yeah. True. Foreshadowing. <laughs> All right. Andy. Yes. So, this one might be a little controversial. <laughs> Bring it on, Robin. <laughs> what a great way to start a question. That's right. Thanks for putting me at ease. That's one of the things Drew and I try to do in our interviews. We like to put our guests at ease. Did we not teach you that? No. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't listening. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How do I say this? If you had to choose between me, your producer, someone who's been in the thick of it with you, okay. or your technical director at church, who's like a brother to me, who might have taught me some of this stuff, if you could only save one of us or choose one of us, why would it be me? <laughs> <laughs> well, Robin, I am blessed to have so many talented people around me who serve with such a um, humble heart. <laughs> And add value to me in ways that I don't deserve. So I would keep a little bit of James and a little bit of you and combine them into the perfect person. There you go. That was a good, good PC answer. Yeah. <laughs> so I should tell you. Who do you like best, your mom or your dad? Come on. <laughs> so when I was younger, I used to ask my dad, or me and my sister would be like, who do you love more? And instead of answering, my dad made up a whole different child. So <laughs> oh. I'm constantly asking him. <laughs> You you demand answers. I demand. I guess that's an appropriate answer. We do love you, Robin. All right. So now to the double question, the questions for both of you. Okay. If you weren't pastors, what would your profession be? And I'm sure you've answered this in your individual answers, but it's been a while. Who would like Uh, to go first? Little Andy, do you want to go first? (laughs) Do you want to go first? Oh, boy. I think I opened a can of worms. Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, well, uh, it, this actually ties into kind of what we're doing and, and just our involvement in Casper. I have felt for a long time, uh, I'm, a, I'm from a small town, uh, always desired to be you know, either in a small town or just in a community. I never had real aspirations to be in a big city or anything like that. I like, I like people, I like being known, and I like knowing other people's stories and, and getting you know, plugged into the heart of wherever uh, God was ultimately going to lead me. So uh, I would say if I wasn't specifically in church ministry uh, as, a, as a pastor, I, I would do probably some, some type of nonprofit ministry uh, focused on, on children, maybe with sports. Uh, but thought long and hard about perhaps opening a sort of a, a community center, or sort of YMCA, that sort of realm uh, would be some of the things I'm passionate about. That's a good answer. Were, weren't you on track at some stage to be a coach? Yes. I actually had a couple, well, I, I coached middle school basketball at a couple different places and I've had some connections that just with basketball. In fact, uh, I would say if there was one redo, right, if you could do your like life redos, uh, I had an opportunity to serve as a team manager 
with kind of a, tra- a track potentially to do coaching for the Florida Gators. And I would have been on the staff had I gone through with that opportunity uh, when they won back-to-back national championships. I didn't do that, but that's okay. Uh, I'm not bitter about it. I really am not. I'm not well, bitter. Well, then I I'm wouldn't have been the only one in a room with a championship ring. Yeah. Alas, I'm ringless. <laughs> Other than my wedding ring, but but yeah, that's a great question. Um, I, 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 being involved in the community, no doubt, in some right. capacity. Yeah. Well, I always wanted to be a famous soccer player, and there was really just one thing holding me back. Your inability to play soccer. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But I uh, would probably like to have been a policeman too. Oh. I um, I have so much respect for those folks and some of the decisions they have to make, and um, I would have found that very interesting as well. You know, often when I think about retirement. Uh, as Drew said, you know, the small town feel. I sometimes think about becoming a barber. A barber? And cutting people's hair just because yeah. in those small towns, right? The barber is where people sit and listen and talk. And at this season of life, I love hearing people's stories and hearing what's going on and trying to offer some support and counsel, speak into that. And I just thought that being a barber might be a great profession to, to do that as kind of a retirement play. We'll wow. See. Interesting. I, mean, I, I, I would not have guessed that. Like, like my soccer career, there's no guarantee I'd be very good. <laughs> just do, do do what I do. Just the, 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 You get one, it's just the buzz. <laughs> just the buzz. That's the only option. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Men and women. Yeah, that's right. Oh, well. You probably, you probably wouldn't last for now. Yeah, buzz cuts are us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. And as you know, I'm trying to encourage you to be more have higher self-esteem. Well, thanks for telling us that because we didn't realize that. <laughs> all season, all up this year, I've been like, Drew, be confident in your delivery. Okay, don't talk bad about yourself. So right now, I would like to t- you to each say your favorite trait about yourself. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I am so humble. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gosh, that is a on-the-spot question. Um, probably... Growing in empathy. Okay. Being more empathetic mm. towards towards under. I can feel for that. For <laughs> oh, <laughs> empathy joke. Nice. Uh, Robin, before I answer you this question, mm-hmm. uh, how long have I got to answer it? Because I could be here a while. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I don't know. That is a good question. Uh, I'd find it easier to answer about Drew or you than I would myself. No, this is about you. This is about you. Um, She's asking the hard questions. I mean, obviously, the good looks, that's too easy. <laughs> that's too obvious. I mean, the you know, boyish charm, the warm, embracing personality, the studly looks. I mean, I, I don't like to brag about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I think, Drew, probably you and I are very similar and also very different from a lot of people in that I have strong empathy gifts as well. And I feel um, most alive when I'm uh, listening to someone else's story and uh, kind of empathizing with that. I think alongside that, Drew, you certainly have this, and I think I'm growing in it too, is a pretty high level of emotional intelligence. I can kind of read a room pretty quickly and discern where people are and things like that. But like I say, I could go on, but we're out of time, I'm sure. Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say too, uh, connections. You have an you have an amazing ability to connect people, and I remember kind of who's who, and 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 make these introductions all throughout the the city. And really, that's in many ways that's why this podcast has gone on <laughs> as long as it has because of a lot of the organic connections that have been made. Yeah, can I just lean into that a little bit? So. 
several people have said that to me and it's always uh, humbling because it's something I do kind of naturally as, as a gift. But as I was thinking when someone said that to me once, I realized that when I was nine, there was two guys that I used to play soccer with, Paul Goldring and Jason Thomas, and they didn't know each other. And one day, I couldn't go play soccer with them, right? So I had to introduce them to each other so that they could play soccer. And I did, and they had a great time and became fast friends. And I think back in little old nine-year-old me, there was a seed that was sown that says, hey, when you can connect people together, it's a really, really cool thing. And so, so that's maybe the genesis of some of those gifting now. There was a real little Andy story right there. That was good. That was powerful. All right. Good job talking positive about yourselves. Drew kind of without knowingly went into my next question about I'd like you to talk something nice about each other. Oh. Yeah, tell, tell me how great I am. <laughs> this is going to be the hardest question yet. Drew just sat back in the recliner, pulled out a cigar. <laughs> Andy, Andy sweat bullets right now. He's like, yeah, oh man, right. what do I come up with? Yeah, Drew, why are you searching Google right now? Like, what are you doing? What is nice about Andy? That's the search on Drew's computer. You know, there's so much that I like and respect about about Drew, um, and we've obviously known each other for ten plus years probably now and right from the very beginning Drew I've been attracted to your heart and your heart for other people and your get it doneness right like me I think you empathize where there's a pain where there's a need um, but you want to do something about that you want to respond and um, I love that there's a lot of people who can see things but there's a lot less people who do things and you are a seer a perceiver and a doer and I love that and honestly that's probably why we're here today I mean I think I saw the vision for a podcast but you were the one who kind of drove it so so I love that I also love in this season of life seeing how well you are balancing the demands of a very busy fruitful faithful successful church and the demands of your growing family and um, I, I love seeing that in you and super proud to call you a friend and uh, is that good Robin? That's acceptable. I think we'll all start crying. In that was good. So. Mm-hmm. That, that I was cheering up. Thank you. Anything you want to add to An- about Andy? I know you said he was connector and you were already like blowing smoke up in yeah, no, I I'd probably the only other thing I'd say is uh, a willingness, um, it, more than a willingness to. I was thinking of the conversation we had last episode with Ty Colbertson about uh, doing things where it's it's inclusive of others and not being about just kind of self focus and that that would describe Andy really well. He he is more uh, not just connecting people together, but also interested in kind of a collective we gain and grow and move forward, uh, not just about, hey, I can accomplish so many things. You have various talents, despite us cutting you down time to time. You do, you're a very talented person, but but you also identify, hey, we can do more together. And, uh, and so I appreciate that. Well, that's very kind. All right, should we move yeah, to the next see. question? What annoys us about Robin? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. All right. What, this is a two-part question. What is your greatest accomplishment to this date, professionally and personal? You guys are scared of these questions. You you got a you got a pretty big award, the the citizen of the year. 
Yeah. I don't know if that's your biggest, but that, that was a cool award. Yeah, I, I, I mean, just I, give that to anybody else. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of competition for that award. Trip. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think the awards and the um, the congratulations are nice, you know, and you certainly don't expect them and live for them. I think what brings me joy, just to reframe your question, is is when I see people get it. And by get it, I mean maybe the faith light bulb comes on. Maybe the problem that has been suppressing them for so long is kind of unlocked so they can move forward. And so professionally as a pastor, I, I love to see people grow and ignite and move towards their potential and, and start making a difference. That gives me great joy professionally. Does that answer your question? For the professional one, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me jump in. Let me jump in okay. on the professional. Yeah. So I, I, I think for me the professional piece. Uh, you know, Andy and I are both are both Christian ministers, and you know we so much of what we do is with with people. So I think naturally uh, identifying success or accomplishment, finding joy is in kind of those that we serve and those that have been you know put in our lives and uh it, it's the end of may you know, graduations have just happened and for me uh especially when i first started at willow creek 13 years ago it was involved in children's ministry and, and the student ministry and to be able to see uh like it actually coming up later this summer i'm i'm officiating a wedding out of state with one of the boys that i helped disciple when he was a freshman in high school and now he's you know, an engineer and get married and has a career and you know, soon be family. Uh, we've got students that just recently graduated from the local high schools and was able to attend their graduation and celebrate them and kind of their next season of life. So for me, those accomplishments, um, yeah, it's great to hear praise and kudos about Drew Taylor, but really I get joy. I get revved up when I, I see those that are a part of our church and a part of our community succeeding and specifically uh from our worldview succeeding in in their faith meaning they're they uh, are continuing to follow jesus are continuing to um you know love the people around them and invest in in their community through their the other day and they said what's it like being a pastor you know highs and lows struggles and joys and i remember saying the blessing of being a pastor is that we get to have we're invited into a front row seat in people's lives. And sometimes in that, there's a lot of pain and a lot of ugliness and a lot of hurt. And it's hard to sit there. But sometimes from that front row seat, we get to see the most beautiful expressions of grace and the deepest of joys and redemption and wins and things like that. And so um, I think professionally, Drew, you and I, so blessed to have a front row seat in people's lives sometimes. Yeah. What about personally? What's what your personally? I, I gotta I gotta point to my family very quickly for that. Uh, Tracy and I, the end of April, celebrated twenty three years. Wow. Of marriage, so Amazing. we've been married longer than Robin's been alive or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and 
uh, I think I've probably said it before on the podcast, during those 23 years, Tracy has probably been married to seven different men, <laughs> all of which have my name, <laughs> as, as my life has changed and my calling has changed and my responsibilities have changed. And um, she's just loved me through those changes. She's loved me because of those changes. She loved me despite those changes. And uh, I am so grateful for her. And, um, you know, again, Drew, our kids, not not yours and my kids. <laughs> Tracy and my kids are at a different age than your kids. Um, and uh, just looking at them with great pride um, as they kind of build their life and as their character is formed and as they go about what they do. So um, I, I think the problem I have with your question, Robin, personally, is that I don't know if I can take any credit for the accomplishment that is my family, but I'm certainly most blessed by it. Yep. And, and I, I just got to add to that, Andy, you know your, your kids well. Um, you should take pride in personally being responsible for getting and encouraging Jonathan to love the office as much as we do. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> to, do a, to do a birthday scavenger hunt office theme was pretty cool. Um, uh, quickly, I would, I would echo uh, Andy. And I, I mean, I mean, I mean this in all sincerity. I mean, there's been some cool experiences in life and, you know, whether it's travel or meeting different people, doing different things. But honestly, uh, my wife Becky is definitely my my greatest joy, and and really even more now with the, the addition of our our four children. Uh, just recognizing that that all you know all I am able to accomplish ultimately will have some value. But when I look at those little faces, and I look at my wife, and I think like this is what's going to really define me is what kind of man you know am I. What are they gonna? What are they gonna say? You know, at my funeral, or, or you know, fifty years from now, or whatever. Um, th- that to me will help define who I am. So very thankful for them. All right. So I have one more question since I realize the time. Um, let me just get rid of these now. Where do you see yourself in five years? Ooh, another great. These are well wow, questions, Robin. Robin. These were like hard, but not the way we. Thought they might be. Yeah, yeah. I was ready for some serious abuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, besides what you think, I actually do like you guys. Like, I consider you my friends. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We, you're a sister. You are. What do you think? You want to go first or you want me to go first? Or? I'll go first. Uh, and honestly, I think my, my answer is I'm not really sure. Um, I would love to be doing what I'm doing now, but just on a uh, more influential level. It, it feels in some ways like the, the, the course of my life has been set. I'm at an age where I know who I am and know what I want to do and know what I don't want to do. Um, and so I just want to keep moving down this path of uh, pastoring a church, caring for people, investing in people, and uh, just doing that maybe with a little bit more wisdom and maybe a little bit more influence. Very good. Uh, kind of a similar sentiment, I would say a five-year goal would be uh, within within my role here at the church to continue to, to grow, to learn. Um, really, in many ways, a lot of what we do is we sort of work ourselves out of a job. Uh, we ultimately, you know, a, a healthy church, any healthy organization ought not be dependent on one individual, right? And so if anything, I'm really taking more of a focused effort uh, in light of even 
with my growing family, but, but even if that wasn't the case, of trying to be more intentional about investing in other, other leaders and developing and raising up others so that more ministry can be done and not be dependent on me. So I would love to say in five years, hey, I've actually, we've seen leaders at Willow Creek and in the larger community here uh, be identified, developed, and, and, and equipped and raised up. Uh, I would also say that I recognize the, the shift in culture and just lots of difficult decisions that need to be made. And so therefore kind of seeking wisdom and discernment and how to raise our children uh, in, in, a, in a kind of ever-changing, shifting landscape. I uh, want to, to educate myself and be a lot. And Andy, I'm going to be coming to you for some, for some of those things along the way, along with well, others. I've got lots of mistakes that you can <laughs> I, from, Thank so. you. Yeah, we'll <laughs> gladly take those. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Andrews, for this lovely getting to know you a little better. I would just like to take a moment and tell you that despite my picking on you <laughs> i am actually up there with your family as your biggest fans i'm very appreciative of the role you each have in my life not only let me play producer for you but in the past letting me just Join work, the kickball team. joining the kickball team <laughs> um and letting me be part of your church in some form even willow creek people know me here too so i feel very special <laughs> and i think you guys will continue to do great things in Castleberry and beyond. Well, that's very kind. Robin, uh, we love you, and I think uh, interviewer is a role that uh, suits you. That's, thank you, thank you. As much as I'm surprised by that. Maybe <laughs> I'm just relieved that it's all about. <laughs> all right, so why don't we just uh, close this out? Anyone of you got some, like, wisdom yes <laughs> yes i have an inspirational moment today normally i tee up the inspirational moment by saying wasn't that a great guest sadly we can't do that today because <laughs> no, we, we weren't a guest thank you robin our quote for today comes from jfk john f kennedy who said when written in chinese the word crisis is composed of two characters one represents danger and the other represents opportunity. You know, often we live in a world that has way too many crises. You don't have to look very far, pick up the newspaper, scroll down your news feed, and you will see crises. But I love what JFK is reminding us of, that despite the danger that difficulties bring, they also bring opportunity. And in the midst of crisis, while it's so easy to uh, become afraid, become fearful and focus on the danger, let's try and be people who are looking ahead to the future and grasping the opportunities that crisis sometimes presents. Thank you, Andy. That was very indeed inspirational. Did I have my preacher voice on? You did. Drew, have you noticed that Robin always says... When we start to do the inspirational moment that we have our preacher voice on, she does, yeah. And we, and you know, it's kind of you're, you're just we're we're ha hammering home the last moments of the podcast. So, Robin, would you give us in your best Delilah voice a closing? A closing. Thank you, listener, for listening to the What's Up Castleberry podcast. <laughs> this podcast is hosted by Andy Searles and Drew Taylor, two great Andrews. This podcast is also produced by the fabulous, super humble, amazing Robin Kepi. You can find out more information by going to www.whatsupcastleberry.com and listening and subscribing wherever your favorite podcasts are found. 
Have a great week.